0: amen 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 we're standing on the promises of god Uh, amen amen so grateful to god for your presence this evening so grateful to be in the house of god among the people of god preaching the word of god Amen. amen uh was over at central today for the uh The um, ending uh, services for the Mid-Atlantic Lectureship, Uh, just a marvelous time in the Lord, some great preaching, great singing, Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful event. And uh, I, I did not uh, uh, forget. I, I, I had, a, I got a church home, uh, amen. And I need to get back to you. Was was away last week and went over to the lectureship this weekend. And now I knew I had a duty to perform, so uh, I'm here to perform it. Uh, but I want to let you know, yeah, uh, uh, over there in uh, uh, central all day and and then went out and made the mistake of having lunch, or early dinner, whatever you want to call it, with the preachers and their wives and good meal, good fellowship. Uh, but you, you know how the itis is kicking in, and I'm sure it's been a long day for you as well. So uh, not gonna keep you long, but we are gonna leave you strong. Is that all right? Uh, turn with me if you would. And again, so grateful for all those who've labored in the services thus far and I'm up to my point uh, in the service to uh, render uh, what I have for you tonight amen and so grateful for all of you on tonight being here with us our text that was so ably read into our hearing earlier first Peter chapter 2 verses 7 through 9 we'll read them again for emphasis sake and then we'll get right to it is that all right? first Peter Chapter 2 verses 7 through 9 the Bible says unto you therefore which believe he is precious Peter's writing this to uh, us as Christian believers he says but unto them which be disobedient the stone which the builders disallow or rejected the same is made the head of the corner And a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye, verse 9, you and I are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. The Apostle Peter is encouraging those early Christians to enhance and also to embrace their newfound faith. Uh, And in these and, and the preceding verses, he reminds them of the connection they now have to Jesus and God the Father. Uh, He says in verses 3 through 5, he says, If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious... To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, ye also, again, that's you and I, as lively living stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Is, Is that in your Bible? He says you and I are living stones reborn, renewed, remolded, reshaped, and restored through the glory of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ to be built up as part of God's spiritual house, the body of Christ, which is the church. We are also part of a new and holy priesthood offering to God spiritual sacrifices through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, in verse 7, he says, Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. Those who have accepted Christ have become through this new birth a lively, a living stone, but those who have rejected Christ have done so at their own peril. See, the Bible says, again in verse 7, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Uh, and in verse 8, it says, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Those who reject God's Word, who renounce their connection to Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, those who remain, remain disobedient to his will and his way will ultimately be rejected. Okay. Uh, the Bible says in Acts 17, verses 30 and 31, at the times of this ignorance, God winked at, but now commendeth all men everywhere to repent, because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained where he hath given assurance unto all men in that he raised him from the dead. In verse 9 of our text he says, but you, you and I, we're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show for the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous night. I want us to examine this verse in the few minutes we shall share together and its relationship to uh, my topic for tonight. Uh, I want to call this... The three C's of Christianity, is that all right? Okay. Uh, the three C's of Christianity. Right. Now the first C is, is the called. The Bible says that we ought to proclaim the praises of him who called you and I out of darkness into his marvelous light. Is that all right? Now, now in Second Timothy 1, And verse number 9, and we can go to verse 8 as well, he says be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our lord nor of me his prisoner but be thou partakers of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of god who have saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given us in christ jesus before the world began and back a little further over there in second thessalonians 2 Verses 13 and 14, the Bible says, But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. See, we have a new calling. And we who are called have been called by the gospel. And the gospel is God's divine invitation to a heavenly and eternal destiny in Christ. See, there was a time when the corner used to call you. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, there was a time when uh, the bottle used to call you. Uh, there was a time the narcotic used to call you. But that was a temporary thing. Help me, somebody. That high wasn't going to last eternally. Uh, that that that. that drunkenness won't last for eternity even that corner ain't gonna last forever amen somebody but but God's word is eternal and this calling is a calling an invitation if you will into God's eternal destiny help me somebody see he says Christians are those who have both heard and have heeded the call and now you're part of a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You're God's special people. You're living stones built up as God's spiritual house. And Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. He's the peace that holds it all together. And you and I are living stones built up. In this eternal house of God, we ain't got to worry about it falling because Jesus is holding it up, He's the chief cornerstone. Amen, somebody. Now, our second sin I told you I'm gonna keep moving is convicted. Now, now back in our text, back in our text in First Peter 2, the Bible says in verses 1 and 2, He says, Wherefore laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. These are things that you and I, as lively or living stones, have cast aside. We've cast these things out of our lives out of our lifestyle, out of our livelihood. And like that newborn babe, who now must be weaned and fed by milk, we too as lively and living stones must be built up by the word of God, amen? See this word is designed to nourish us and to strengthen us, to supply us, to equip us. But in order for it to help us, amen somebody, and we must be convicted or convinced Now, y'all remember, and that's the second chapter. You know where I'm going. Those gathered on the day of Pentecost heard the first gospel message ever preached. And in verses 36 and 37, the Bible says, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, They were pricked in their heart. And they said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? They were pricked in their heart. They were convicted by that word. They understood it. They understood the depths of it. They understood the intention of it. They understood the power of it. And all they could do was ask the question, what do I do now? Now that I know, now that I understand, now that I've been touched by it, what do you want me to do now? Peter answered, repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. These folks were convinced. They were convicted by that word. Let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. Y'all kind of quiet. Going back with me to John, the eighth chapter. Let me, let me spin it another way. In John, the eighth chapter... Jesus is confronted by a mob who question him concerning the fate of a woman caught in the very act of adultery. Now, the Bible says there in verses 4 through 9 of John chapter 8, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now, Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? verse 9 and they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one beginning at the eldest even to the last and Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst these men were convicted by their own conscience their own sinfulness whether seen or unseen help me somebody and with this conviction All they could do was turn away and walk away. See, the truth of God's word, church, can convict us to the point of shaming us in disgrace or rebuking us to repentance. Amen, somebody. See, this is the mark of a follower of Jesus Christ. We've been called by his gospel, convicted by his word, and in good conscience have conformed to the image of Christ. Is that all right? Now, 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 this brings us to our third see I told you we will keep you alone we've been called we've been convicted but you and I also have been converted back in our text back in our text in first Peter Peter reminds us again he reminds us again there in verses 9 and 10 But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now Have obtained mercy. See. The Bible tells us here. Peter reminds us here that there was a time when you and I were not people of God. There was a time when you and I had not obtained this mercy over there in Ephesians chapter two. Paul reminds us there in verses 11 and following, he lets us know there, he says, Wherefore remember that ye being in time past, Gentiles in the flesh, who are called on circumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, which have made both one, and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for the making himself of twain one new man, so making peace. See, in our conversion, we were reconciled back to God. We were changed from one condition. another. He reconciled the anonymity. He reconciled the obscurity, the enmity, the unfamiliarity. He brought us with the price of his own blood and brought us into a position of redemptive restoration in the family of God. That's why we can now sing Oh victory in Jesus my Savior forever he sought me and brought me with his redeeming blood he loved me ere I knew him but all my love is due him He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. We've been called by the gospel, convicted by his message, converted into a new creature in Christ. And now you and I are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people that you and I should show for the praises of him who have called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. This conversion involves a turning around, okay. a turning about, and a turning from. Okay. And we need to be a change, people. I mean, not that. there's three more C's I could give you, but 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 uh, that's a whole nother message. But we need to understand we've been called okay. by the gospel, convicted by its message, and converted through God's mercy. And now that we've been changed to a new creature in Christ, we've been challenged by the Great Commission. And now we're committed to the cause of Christ. Someone else needs to hear the call that they too might be convicted and converted as well. And if you and I are the call, we were convicted, we've been converted. And subsequently, you and I are changed, challenged enough, committed enough, we need to be compelling someone else to heed the call as well. Maybe there's someone here who wants to heed the call. And I answer that all you need to do to start your change is to come to Jesus. Come hearing and believing his gospel. Come repenting of your sins, confessing him as Lord, believing his gospel, being baptized for the remission of your sins. And now that watery grave of baptism, you come out a new creature, a changed person called by the gospel, convicted by its truth, converted through its message. And now you and I are a changed people, a chosen generation, a holy priesthood, a holy nation. That we should show forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness, out of the darkness of the sin of the world, into his marvelous light. There's a lot of folk lost in darkness. We need to help them to heed the call as well. If you're here and this is your desire, it's available to you now as we together stand.